Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Please like, yes. subscribe, and or follow This Is True Really News, and talk God, to no. your friends about liking, subscribing, and or following This Is True Really News Do that. on Spotify, Amazon yep. Music, Breaker, yep. CastBox, yep. Google Podcasts, or Pocket Casts. Well, you did it all without breathing. I am very good at that. I absorb it through my skull. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. As far as you know. I am part amphibian. So Because I use both hands about the same. Yes, you do. Giant California condors are a rare and endangered species. Unless you're Cinda Mickles, about 15 to 20 of the big old, very ugly birds have recently taken to um, her house. She lives in Tehachapi, and they like her place. And they like it. Oh, and messy. They're apparently lousy house guests. Well, yeah. Sienna Quintero of San Francisco, uh, Nicole's daughter, started posting photos of the Rather rowdy guests. On tw- See, they're like teenage boys. <laughs> they go somewhere. They're the guest of somebody. They they're poop all over be, everything. They're either going to be perfect or yeah. a nightmare. These yeah. birds, nightmare. nightmare. So far, they've trashed the deck, ruined a spa cover, uh, taken out decorative flags and lawn ornaments. There are several wounded gnomes now. <laughs> Send them to Britain for rehabilitation. Plants have been knocked over, railings scratched and scarred. And guess what else is they leave around? Loads and loads of condor poop. They do. Comes out of the and, sky like hand grenades. Quintero said of her mom, she's definitely frustrated, but also a little in awe of this. Yeah, understandable. <sighs> the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which runs a program to save these species from extinction, said, just leave the house to the birds and go live somewhere else. They did not. And part of you would believe that for a minute. Yeah, just for a second. it's the U.S. government. Yep. The agency noted the house is in historic condor habitat and suggested she might try harmless hazing, like shouting, clapping, spraying water, or quite possibly stripping them naked and letting them run home from the gym. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I could never work for the government. Yeah, that's a I would say, you got a bird problem? You got a shotgun? Yeah, from the shotgun? Load that puppy up, take out a couple, they're gone. With 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 condors, you are gonna want a howitzer with grape shot. Exactly. I've seen what happens because I watched the Robert Redford movie. (laughs) Those things are huge. They're birds. So so, um you're I thought they were spies. You're a reformed smoker. Yes. Yes. I am. Do you remember Bravo Smokes? What? Bravo Smokes? No. They first appeared in 1965, introduced as a nicotine-free cigarette. They were made from cured lettuce leaves. What the... The chemist who... Now you're going to tell me they're making coffee without caffeine. What the hell's the point? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm kind of thinking it might be a good idea for you. The um, chemist who invented the lettuce leaf cigarette seemingly tried everything before landing on lettuce. He oh, also, I don't think he tried everything. He tried kale. He tried grape, cabbage, kohlrabi, spinach, See, carrot, peanut, tomato leaves. Even back then, kale sauce. sucked. Right. By 1972, Bravo Smokes was out of business due to consistently bad reviews like worse than dried buggy whip or... 
Coffee grounds. I want to know who stays the dried buggy whip. <laughs> Coffee grounds in a newspaper wrapper. Hey, they yeah. got a bad rap. They really do. Proving that bad ideas like politicians never really go away, the company was back in business in the late 90s, and this time they lasted for about 10 years. <sighs> I do remember them. I don't, thankfully. I don't know if it's the, you know, old age brain, the COVID brain, or the fact that it's so stupid it makes me want to itch. There you go. While scientists rack their brains over a permanent pothole solution, see, we're fixing things today. Nice. Get rid of the silly lettuce-burning company. Now we're <laughs> going to fix potholes. People all around the world have been taking local pothole woes into their own hands because usually when you call about a pothole, in about seven or eight years, it's fixed. <laughs> we have seen masked vigilantes in Oakland. Domino's pizza things. And it's uh. For a man in New Zealand, though, pothole advocacy comes in the form of phallic art. Yes, that sort. 30-year-old Jeff Upson is a handyman and self-professed road safety campaigner in Auckland. Somewhat of a local hero known for spray painting neon green parts on pothole-ridden roads. said, I drew on the road the first time in 2018 out of frustration. Talking with Vice, he said he was met with silence despite having logged about 20 complaints. Mm -hmm. About a huge and dangerous pothole on a local road. I'm guessing this is the kind of pothole that if your car drives into it, you may not get out. Especially if it's a little car. Yeah, or a truck. <laughs> I mean, this New Zealand could be huge. What was the one that happened in Minneapolis? A truck drove into it. That thing was huge. Yeah, and part of it was <laughs> when you see part of the truck sticking into a pothole. Yeah. That should be fixed. <laughs> Just, we don't have the money. Better find some. He estimates that he has spray-painted well over 100 potholes, though he's not actually keeping track. And so far, he spent about 286 American dollars on spray paint this year. While some potholes get the honor of having the neon green man parts sprayed about them, Upson simply highlights others with circles or scrawls for help. Fix me, fix me. <laughs> it's not really what they say, but I don't speak New Zealand-ish. He said these, he, we have listeners in New Zealand? Probably. Okay, I'm Scott. He said these could at least get drivers' attention. Yes, they could. According to Stuff, which apparently is some sort of something stuff, it's my kind of business, there were 59 pothole damage-related compensation requests submitted to the local transport authority in Auckland in, since, in 2017. If you're wondering, in 2015, a British road artist known as Wanksy Gained brief fame for chalking man parts over potholes to get them filled faster. So it's so a now, tradition in New Zealand. <laughs> no, I'm getting Wanksy was UK. Oh, 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 I wasn't thinking. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you can. Wanksy is such a great word. You can use it anywhere as long as you're in um, Great Britain, Australia, New Zealand. Zealand. I want uh, parts pretty, of South Africa. Well, yeah, but you don't want to. Not yeah. Know. Upson's unconventional method of pothole advocacy has apparently inspired others across the country to do the same, too. This could get ugly. According to Stuff, the potholes often remain unfilled despite the drawings. They would usually get fixed, however, whenever the phallic graffiti became the subject of media reports. Ah. So apparently it's true. The squeaky part gets the wheel. <laughs> gets the whatever. Squeak. The squeaky wheel gets the... the hmm. It needs to be oiled. Anyway, the government, they're not near as impressed. They're trying to put him in jail. 
<laughs> because let's be honest, the government not only is crabby and ineffectual everywhere, uh, they have no sense of humor. Here's one for you. Despite who we elect, they have no sense of humor. Right? If they could just look in the mirror for a minute and see them as we well, see them. If they had a sense of humor, they wouldn't be sending us these people to vote on. <laughs> Typos. Oh, I hate these. Go ahead. Former state assembly member uses self-defecating humor. Well, ain't that a... Mm. That's not a good... That's a bad... <laughs> I'd fire your proofreader, man. <laughs> Human Brian still evolving, says scientist. <laughs> I've said that about Brian's. <laughs> Two Jeffs, a uh, Godfrey, and a Phil. My problem is I have a pastor named Brian. Um, this is on the sign... Uh, a sign for a pathological diagnostic company. Blood, stool, wait, urine. Wait. What? I, I mean, like they can they can do diagnostics for pathologicals. Yes. <sighs> Physical so pathologies, like not mental pathologies. Never mind. Blood, stool, urine, semen, pregnancy, etc., all tasted here. Hang on, it gets worse. Next one. 100%, it gets worse. One hundred percent anus beef. Hardy's thick burgers. Think thick tonight. Never again. Can I? Can I buy a consonant, please? Please. I'll give you one. And finally, yeah, thank you. Toilet only for disabled elderly. Couldn't even get through that one. That's toilet only for disabled elderly pregnant children. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.